You know, it's kind of interesting because all souls that come out of God are immediately thrust onto a path of steps to enlightenment or a path of becoming enlightened. So every soul, the moment they come out of God, they are immediately placed on a road, a path, that is called a path to enlightenment, and their journey is to go back into God enlightened. Now, God sends them out of God not enlightened to varying degrees. Everybody's a little bit different, and everybody has different kind of issues. And then you head your way back, transforming yourself while you go back up to God, the Godhead. Mastering ourselves is the process of mastering ourselves. And part of this is dealing with the emotions and the wounds, etc., that we have that uh, in the process of becoming enlightened. So when we have diseases hit, what we actually have hitting is the uh, lessons that we brought in, came in with, that we're supposed to do on our particular path back to the Godhead, mastering ourselves through mastering these emotions. You know, this whole planet could be utterly free of all diseases if all human beings were dealing in their lessons in such a way that they were finding balance and truth and dealing with all their emotions in a healthy manner. Don't you think? Yeah. That's a tall order, but that's indeed what we're here to do. So shall we do cancer? Shall we do it? Generally, cancer, you know, this is just the general idea of it. Toxins, uh, paints, carpets, chemical contamination, uh, tainted foods, pollution, smog, uh, toxic fumes, excess of any of those or for a prolonged time, denatured foods, trans fats, hydrogenated oils, saturated fats, excessive sun exposure, excessive alcohol, excessive smoking, excessive use of tobacco products, or very unhealthy foods, um, excess or off-balance in any direction begins to accumulate that off-balance blockage to your chi, and that is an opportunity, especially with certain off-balance attitudes, for cancer to grow. Cancer oftentimes will come in from resentment, anger held in, hurt held or held in, and not forgiven or, or processed right, so you get hurt somehow. For instance, I knew this lovely, vivacious lady. She had vaginal and cervical cancer. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. I was being shown this many years ago. I was doing healing work, and she was one. Uh, and then another lady came in within a day, same um, same history, uh, what I'm about to tell you, and no problem with all we dealt with other issues. So what was the difference? She was completely head over heels, lost in love with a boyfriend for months and months and months, and he betrayed her with another girl, and she never let go. So that finally grew into cancer, vaginal cervical cancer. So there's that. You know, prostate cancer, why is that all of a sudden so big? Well, we're using so many bad oils and that it goes directly into the um, deterioration of the prostate. But there's other things. Um, man, uh, The manhood of mankind is challenged these days. 
the role in life, like I'm the breadwinner or whatever, gets confused. It's like, well, she's the breadwinner too. Women's lib, you know, where the woman can do what the man can, sometimes even better, throws his feeling of perhaps dominance or his role in the whole scheme of things way off. Then there's another thing that throws it off. If you don't have your heart and soul guiding you and balancing your animal lust, then a lot of times your prostate really gets tormented and stressed and starts going off balance, can go all the way into cancer. You know, for um, men to really be at peace with how women are coming up in equal, um, men have to be deeply at peace in themselves as to who they are and not feel challenged by women being an equal. And the other thing about women being equal is, you know, and this isn't across the board true, but women tend to be better nurturers for babies than men do. Not always, but often. And so even though women are coming up to stand equal at the plate, we still have to remember that one sex is a little bit better at certain things and the other sex right. is a little bit better at other things. Generally speaking. And then we need to find balance therein and we need to have wholeness inside of ourselves so that external things aren't threatening our internal self. Right. Another thing that really throws men off in this age is... Uh, well, we're going to do sex by her schedule, not by your schedule now. And, you know, all these things are disruptive to hundreds of thousands of years of, of it being a certain way. And now ma- mankind is asked to deal with all kinds of new things with that. And the prostate is one of the areas where it takes a shot. But the primary thing is manhood is challenged. So that goes into the prostate. So, we said a number of the attitudes, resentment and anger held in, um, hurt held in, unforgiveness causes cancer, uh, bitterness, anger causes cancer, areas where you're not dealing or um, you're not balanced with or you're, you're just wrong with, uh, they can go off. For instance, if you have anger, it usually will settle in your liver. If you have stubbornness, It'll usually settle in your knees, that kind of thing. So, you know, as before, good fruits and vegetables, healthy diet, water, exercise, good attitude are all very good. I knew a lady that uh, uh, her mother died, and she was the oldest child, and she was like a teenager with a bunch of younger brothers. So she got in the habit of trying to take her mother's place, and so she, all of her life, tried to absorb everybody else's suffering. And so eventually, an uh, older lady with uh, two children uh, around graduation time of high school, you know, seniors, um, she had cancer of her whole body. And she had cancer of her whole body because she was trying to absorb all the suffering of everyone else. Uh, and that went back for when her mother died. That was the role she hopped into. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We've got uh, an aviary with um, over 100 birds, and we had one mommy who made a nest right at the door where we walk in, and... Um, you know, as much as we tried to be very careful going in and not scaring her out the door, one day it happened. 
And oh my goodness, that mommy bird wanted to get back to her baby something fierce. Of course, you can't just leave the door open for her to fly back in because while the door's open, other birds will fly out. So it's a tricky wicket. So um, Keith and I were uh, with her. She kept attaching to the outside of the cage trying to get in. And we kept trying to catch her so that we could put her in. And while all this was happening, it just struck me how that mama bird is just like us. And how Keith and I were being just like our guides. And while we were trying to be the benevolent caretakers and guides of this bird and safely get her back into the cage, our guides are the benevolent caretakers of us trying to help us get on track with whatever our lessons are. Well, we finally were able, you know, she was looking one direction and we were able to get a big net around her from another direction and very gently get her and put her back in. She was so happy. She went right to her little nest and her babies. And it just really struck me how our guides are doing the same thing for us. And one of the things they use to help us remember what our lessons are, are illness. If we need it, that's what they use. You know what? Here's what they know. They know that if we're slated to do a lesson... And we're missing it. Here's what they know. They know that when we die, we will have a tougher time getting this lesson because we will have more time under our belt resisting it. Every day of that resistance causes the concrete wall to get a little bit thicker. So what they know is that if we don't deal with it in this lifetime, we're going to have to bring it into our next lifetime with a bigger form of dynamite to bust through the cement wall. So they figure, your guides, your benevolent benevolent loving guides figure, that if they can get you to look at the issues via disease, like how many times have you heard people say, well, this was disease was the best thing that ever happened to me. I've heard people with AIDS say that, cancer mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Best thing that ever happened to me. And you go, and you know, after you're done being stunned, you go, why? Well, I changed all kinds of things around. I changed what I eat. I changed my attitude. Got a hold of my life. I yeah. I totally, I totally turned everything around. I'm a happier person. All of you, I bet you have heard somebody say that at some time in your life. Well, their guides, their benevolent, loving guides, slammed them with AIDS or slammed them with Alzheimer's or slammed them with something so that they would get a wake-up call, so that they would break through that concrete wall between them and their lessons, and they would deal with that disease, and they could die in peace instead of taking it forward to their next lifetime. So, um, in general, if you want good health, and well-being back to nature back to natural do do uh, life where you're happy inspired healthy work and contribute if you work and contribute you'll feel wanted and you'll feel valuable exercise good hygiene you know we're all different like uh, there's different exercises that work best for different people so, so you gotta look for that good hygiene good attitudes good diet Learn to promote good social experiences and feedback. A non-worrier, a problem solver of your life, and being self-responsible. <clears throat> now we're going to go into 
what's causing diabetes. Um, we want to suggest no processed sugars. Um, so often in, in many countries, you, you're having too much, too fast of processed and processed sugar, which overwhelms the pancreas and the insulin, and eventually that begins to break down. Uh, good sugar is stevia, I find. It's almost like an herb. Fruits and vegetables are good. Good all-around meals are good. Things you want to stay away from is you don't want to be a couch potato. You want to be exercise. No couch potato. On diabetes, that's one of the worst things. You need to move the rivers that are stagnant in you. Junk foods aren't good. Sugared cereals, potatoes, breads, most breads, sugared coffee, candy, sweets, ice cream, pop, that kind of thing. So here's the attitudes. Generally speaking, <clears throat> needy of too much kindness and sweetness. You're needy for it. Or overgiving too much kindness and sweetness, which oftentimes underneath you're needy for it, and that's how you translate it in the stage or end of that lesson. Um, generally in diabetes, one of the big problems happens, and this goes almost under the heading of couch potato, is not taking care of yourself. Excessive outer world concerns and burdens. So diabetics, you got to lighten up. You got to get out and, and get your motion going. And you got to really trim up your diet and get it clean. Take care of yourself and uh, stop overgiving or being over needy. Love yourself. Take care of your inner child. So a lot of you don't know how to take care of your inner child. It's like there's two of you. You you choose to be the parent. And where you have childish ways, childish neediness, you short-circuit it into you taking care of him or her instead of longing for that person or that stroke or that approval or that kind of thing. So let's go to teeth. <laughs> yeah, I remember years ago. Oh, my God. I, had, I was just in this nasty uh, period of, of uh doing a lot of massive spiritual growth and my uh ex-husband was there and you know he and I were just in this um triangle process of life yeah triangle of problems and I I clearly had underlying upset with him no question about it so one day this uh, other person that we were there with um takes this crystal ball and throws it across at me and breaks my tooth. Ouch. Oh, God, did I know that hit. Well, what was most funny is uh, Master Leviticus, who is an ethereal guide who channeled through my ex-husband, after, you know, we'd been to the dentist, etc., he said, why don't you look that up in Hilarion's book? And sure enough, I looked it up in Hilarion's book, and I counted the teeth to the exact tooth that was broken, <laughs> and I read what it said, and it said, anger with your spouse. And I'll tell you, you know, all there was left to do was laugh. I don't think I laughed then either. Oh, my God. I, I was like, my head was, my head's shaking right now, just like it was then. It was mm -hmm. like unbelievable. You know, the tooth before, the tooth after yeah. would have not been the same thing. And, you know, that's how specific these body things are. They are that If it would have been one tooth over either direction, it was a whole different read. Yeah. And if you'd read either of those, neither of them were going on in my life, but anger with spouse, 
absolutely. It's so you, amazing. It is. So your teeth are anchors for different attitudes. Your upper front teeth, um, if if they're really big and dominant, it it comes from being too dominant. Trying, you want to be too dominant. Lower front teeth, you hold your position, or you're too stubborn. Uh, back teeth, the you know wisdom teeth, and around there, their anchors are foundation for stability. That's really good stuff. Yeah. So, so what it does is these areas, like it says, you're over something. You can notice that behavior in your life, and you can start to tame it down. That's the gifts of these, and this is taking conscious issues and uh, subconscious issues and turning them conscious, mm-hmm. which means you can deal with them better. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charma Amber. We'll be right back. Mastering Ourselves co-host Keith Amber has done thousands of psychic soul healings over the past 36 years. As a healer and co-host on Mastering Ourselves, Keith offers profound insights that assist you in moving forward in your own life through your own trials and challenges. During Keith's private healings and on the show Mastering Ourselves, many of life's mysteries are explained with the help of the amazing spirit guides of light. Find out what others have to say about Keith's life-altering healings at MasteringOurselves.com. 